There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Happy Monday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I Could Never Be Here on the Popcorn Talk Network, episode two of season four. So excited. I already know we have so many people, like 50 people in the live chat. It's amazing. Love to be able to have you guys join us and be able to take part. This show is all about you. This show is to be able to give you motivation and inspiration and be able to help you hear from the stars that you look up to who have achieved success to be able to see exactly the struggles that they went through, to be able to hear from them, and they'll offer some guidance to you. I always start the show with some advice for a better life. And today's advice for a better life deals with trials and trophies. And this is actually a lesson I learned from a, a man named Jeremy Foster. And everything in today's world is a lot about trophies. And everyone wants trophies. And, oh, I want to be able to, to see something that I've achieved. But you don't grow from a trophy. You grow from a trial. So when the trial happens in your life, don't say, oh, this is terrible. Why am I happening? Why is this happening to me? It's happening for a reason. And so appreciate that trial and be able to grow from that. And then you will get an even bigger trophy. Today's guest doesn't need a trophy because she's a superhero. I mean, it almost doesn't get better than that. She stars on CW's The Flash, one of the best superhero shows out there right now. Before that, she also starred on Black Sails, Smallville, several other shows. Please welcome Jessica Parker Kennedy. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me here. It's awesome. I, I always get really uh, enamored when someone does an intro like that because it's so fast. And I'm like, this is a skill I do not have at all. Um, anyway, it's very impressive. Well, congratulations. Uh, first off, because obviously this is an incredible thing to be a superhero. How does it feel? I mean, does you feel different than what you did before you did the show? Uh, yeah. I mean, every time I do a show, I feel different just because I'm with a new group of people and it's a new situation and my daily life and my daily routine at work becomes really different. So I sort of feel like I'm a part of a brand new family with every new show or movie that I do. Um, so yeah, this is definitely, I've never done anything. I mean, I, Smallville, I was a superhero yeah. as well, but this is like so different for some reason. It's just because I'm there so much more and um, I don't know, there's just a lot more pressure in a good way though to make sure that the fans are happy and um that i'm you know telling the storyline in a way that that like gets them gets them off basically. yeah exactly and you're yeah. talking about the fan again the the fans in your live chat i know we were talking before like your social media has just blown up with people who are followers of the show who are now fans and followers of yours is there pressure with those fans because i know they're very dedicated what it, have you? Yeah, I, the good thing is, is like it's so funny. I read my, I'm, I'm like, I'm an Instagram idiot, so I, I read my, what is it called? Like, you do like your DMs, when yeah, you like write yep. little DMs, yeah. So I read those all the time, and it's so sweet because everyone's always like, I know you never even see this, but like I do, I read them all because I'm at like a number right now where I can still keep track mm-hmm. of what people are saying, and I really like to read what people are saying, so definitely keep sending um, nice things. But everyone's been saying such positive, positive, positive stuff. Uh, so because of that. It's it's, um, I, I like have been able after the first episode came out I was like I can't breathe and then once it came out I got all these really positive messages and now I'm like okay good start but now I'm nervous that like I won't be able to sustain it throughout the season so I don't know we'll see we'll see no the, fan, the fans like are it. dedicated that means they're dedicated behind you I want to be able to plug your Twitter and Instagram Twitter 
at jparkerk and Instagram at jparkerk3. Yeah, some at jparkerk was taken. I'm told I need to change that name now because mm. that's not cool to have a number at the end behind my name. But... Was two taken as well? What's the three, so three I was lucky born number? On the third of October. Okay. So I just yeah, I was like I like that number. It's my favorite number. Very nice, very nice. And certainly we're grateful to be here on the Popcorn Talk Network, which is at the Popcorn Talk on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can follow me at the only MC on Instagram and on Twitter. We're live here every single Monday. People in the live chat, come join us. Be able to hear from the people that you look up to and we're also on apple Podcasts. so go like comment rate subscribe be able to get some constant motivation what was your first i guess take for for people who are fans of the show that you you realized wow they are really dedicated i mean you went to comic-con was -hmm. that the first kind of experience where it was seeing everyone who is a fan of the show yeah uh people are insane about grant like Mm-hmm. They're obsessed with him, and uh, which I totally get. He's an amazing, amazing Flash. Totally should have been in the Flash movie, um, or the movie where the Flash mm-hmm. was, and he wasn't, but he should have been because um, <laughs> he's such a good Flash. And um, so I went to Comic Con. I, I was like, I don't know, minding my own business. We were back backstage and the, the bowels of like where they take you through Comic-Con when you're going from little thing to little thing that you have to do. And I remember this, these like two doors opened and I was like looking through my purse or something and I just heard <gasps> <laughs> and just like a swarm of fans that were like mainly truly screaming for, for Grant. It's not like they were screaming for me, but it was like, oh my God, like this is a huge deal. And I there's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. I never mm-hmm. experienced anything like that before, so I was like, people really are into this. Yeah. So um, it was very cool. Were you a comic book superhero person growing up? Was this something that you, no, you not, always... No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Okay. I mean, I, I was really um, into to Buffy. That was about a superhero, which is now a comic book, but at the time mm-hmm. it wasn't, I don't think. Um, and uh, yeah, that sort of is as, as close to something like that, that that I've gotten. I used to fantasize constantly about being a part of that show. I actually used to fantasize about being Buffy's sister all the time, and then they wrote a sister mm, part in, and I, I was, was like, like That's what? That's not me. That's not me. It should be me. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, so th- that's as close as I got to it. But then I, I, I like the the superhero movies that all came out recently mm-hmm. in the, the past like ten fifteen years. Um, but yeah, I, I not I hadn't really seen a lot of the the superhero TV shows, so I didn't really know what to expect until I started watching and researching after I got the part. And I was like, wow, there's a whole yeah. there's a whole community well, yeah, for this stuff. You talked about the last ten fifteen years; it's been an explosion yeah, of uh, Marvel and DC and everything going on. Yeah, it's it's I. At first, I was like, "This is this is crazy," and I I didn't really think it was going to be something that that lasted. And then, because not everyone is into comics and superheroes, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is probably like a blip in time." Like for, and then all of a sudden, it just was like, "No, this is everything." And now, every massive celebrity ever is in a superhero movie. It's 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 kind of awesome because they're great. No, and so the Flash is now in season five. Started last week. Uh, every Tuesday night, there's a new episode. There's another episode tomorrow night. I'm sure fans are always wanting to know, like, oh, what's going to happen? Blah blah blah. Do you do you have a hard time keeping secrets uh, of what is going on in the season? Yeah, it sucks because every this is the only time I've been a part of a show where I do interviews and ev like ninety percent of the questions in the interviews are questions I can't answer mm-hmm. and I feel so boring because I'm always like I can't really talk about that and I try to skirt around the issue. Um, 
Yeah, so it's 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 yeah, it's very difficult. You know, um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say there. That's yeah, okay because I had also just before you started talking, completely forgot what your question was, and I was like, uh, I don't well, know I'm what's trying, happening. That's one of the things a lot of people are asking, and, I, and again, if you're in the live chat, uh, I'm gathering your questions. Maybe at the end we'll be able to just go through and say like, hey, what about this? And again, ninety percent of them, she's going to be like, I can't, I can't answer yeah. that. But ask we'll anyways. Want to be though, able to ask know. anyways? Yeah. What was the first role for you that was? Your role that you said, all right, I feel like I've made it. I feel like this was my breakthrough role. Oh, no, that hasn't happened. That hasn't oh, happened? Oh, no, no, no. Definitely not. I feel, really? Oh, totally not. I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I I think in a way when you're an actor in the industry, you get a bit, It's instead of like body dysmorphia, you get like career dysmorphia a little bit. So I have a funny feeling I'll feel like that for a very long time, mm. like where I just because people have asked me that I'm like well I, have, I haven't made it yet I'm like on my I'm on my way <laughs> and I'm doing my best and I'm like booking roles and I'm working continuously that's awesome but I don't feel like I have that I, I don't know it depends on what your definition of like you've made it to me when you've made it lots and lots and lots of people know who you are they respect your work and Right now, it's a small group of people that know mm-hmm. who I am, a small group of people that I'm incredibly dedicated to and grateful for. Um, but I still feel like that that role is, like, yet to come that will make me feel like, ah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I feel like you're right in that it's hard that to be in the moment and to think that. Because yeah. it's something that you sometimes look back on and say, wow, yeah, I guess this was it. Yeah, like, I mean, when I'm getting sent scripts all the time by, like, really big directors <laughs> and producers that are like, well, they really want you to star opposite Joaquin in his new movie, then I'll be like, it's happened. Well, you'll be like, let me check my schedule yeah, yeah. and I'll see if I can make it work. Yeah, exactly. Then I'll be like, okay, yeah, it's happened. They think it's happened. But until then, I just feel I totally would describe myself as, like, a struggling actor, which hopefully doesn't, like, irritate people. Um, but I do. I feel like I'm in the hustle. I very much feel part of the hustle. What does the hustle feel like? Um, that you're constantly, like, grasping to hold on. Um, it's hard. Like, you're – I still go to auditions all the time and get told no hmm. all of the time. Um, and it's frustrating. It's like, oh, please, please, this one. This could be such a huge opportunity. This could be the role that will break, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a part of it. You just get told no, like, constantly. It's crazy. Are there days where you feel invincible and then days where you think, well, nothing's going to go my way? Yeah, like on uh, – when I felt invincible was when I first started in the industry and I was really young. And, I mean, you're young, so you're mm-hmm. pretty – you're, like, immortal. You think you are yeah. anyways. And there's a sense of, like, I am going to make it. And there is no other possibility. And I think that's an epic attitude to have because mm-hmm. it didn't matter how many times I got told no. I was like, doesn't matter. It'll be the next one. Doesn't matter. It'll be the next one. Okay, not this one. It'll be the next one. And I think that's a great way to to move forward. Totally lost your question in the train of what I was talking about. But that that's a that's something. <laughs> no, because I feel like, and talking with various actors who they'll like they'll go on a street maybe with a book two or three roles and it'll be like all right, this is it, this is the uphill, I can do anything. Oh, yeah, and then and then you have, yeah, like on Monday, I'll feel amazing, mm-hmm. but by Wednesday, I'll be like, I ne- I like need to quit and do something else with my life and become a philanthropist, I don't know. Um, but uh, it is very back and forth. It's a very bipolar kind of um, job to have, because, yeah, you have days where you feel... Like mm-hmm. I can, I think I can act. I like, think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and then by the end of the week, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. Like I'm a hack. Why did they hire me? It's it's very weird. You talked about you when you started in the industry. When was that? When was for you the moment of? And even I guess before the industry, when was it? You know, 
I feel like I want to try being an actress. Yeah, I... Is that young? It was pre- I was pretty young. My mom used to take me to a lot of plays when I was a kid. Um, I saw Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. I say this in, like, every interview when I was 12, and that made me be like, wow, Shakespeare, wow, Leo, wow. Like, um, I just... It was such an extraordinary, like, visually pleasing, heartbreaking, beautiful film, and... It was great because it gave me, like, it gave me the idea of that I wanted to be in film, but I also really wanted to learn about Shakespeare and the theater aspect of acting as well. So um, at that point, and I think when I was around, like, 15 or 16, I begged my mom to quit her job, and I wanted us to move to L.A. so I could just, like, get an agent and do that sort of thing, and she was, like, over my dead body. But (laughs) once you've graduated high school, you can go to acting school. So I took a theater arts program out of high school, and um, it's a very pragmatic, boring story of, of me just taking my two years in school and um, I've learning and acting school is a, a weird place. It's again like on Monday you feel great about yourself and then on Friday you're like, this is, I'm, I'm horrible. Why am I doing this? Um, and uh, yeah, I got an agent back in Canada. But, and, but like it was very, it was very like small baby steps. Like it's just sort of, um, I've been like climbing up the little mountain like for a long time now. On your fingers? Yeah, this, on my fingers. This. That's how I climb the mountain. It's like you're typing. It's like you're typing on this your way up the mountain. This is actually supposed to be my legs, little me. <laughs> I am my hands, and this is me going up the mountain. Was, you know, like growing up in Canada, was was acting big where you were where you were living? Was your family, friends involved in acting? Was Not really. Any... I mean, I grew up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, mm-hmm. and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids television show was oh, filmed big. there, and I remember thinking, like, if I could just get on that show... That will change everything. Um, when I was like <laughs> twelve or thirteen, needless to say, I never got on that show. But um, a lot of westerns and stuff were filmed in Calgary. Um, but I'm um, multicultural young mm-hmm. lady, so I, I didn't really kind of fit into that. Um, uh, but yeah, so it, there, there's definitely a, a fairly large acting community there, but nothing like Vancouver, or Toronto. Those are like yeah, the big that's what, especially now. Like. A lot of shows go shoot there and film there. Yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned, yeah, you're uh, African, Italian, and Russian. I don't. Is that what Wikipedia says? Uh, that's what I. Is that not true? <laughs> it's not true. Not true at all. <laughs> it's not. No, I'm African. I'm, okay. I'm like twenty six percent African or something. I did my uh, twenty three and me recently. I'm not Russian. I'm not Italian. Okay, we will uh, update the page. Yeah, goodness sakes, alive. Oh, um, come on. It'd be very cool to be Russian. I thought I was Russian for a very long time. I, I knew I wasn't Italian, but I, that's like a, a spicy. Mm. I would love yeah. to be like I'm Italian. Um, I'm a million different things. I have my 23 and me told nice. me, but I'm mostly African and mostly Irish. Irish. And then everything else okay. under the See, sun. See, this is what happens when nobody donates to Wikipedia. Yeah. Is like the, the facts start falling down a little yeah. bit. It's not true. Just, 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 just lies. Was that a, a struggle at all in growing up being African and Irish in Canada? No, was it? not at no? all. Okay. My race was never, not only was it not discussed, it was never even acknowledged. So I knew I was like exotic, but, and I, and I knew that I, my dad was half black. I knew mm-hmm. that, but I wasn't raised with my father. My whole family is white. So I, I'm like the whitest girl. And so it wasn't until I moved to the U.S. and everyone was like, you're a woman of color. And I was like, <laughs> I am? <laughs> um, it's not that I, and I know I am, but it's, it's sort of, and then it gets into this weird area of me being like, I didn't culturally relate to that, but what does that even mean yeah. to culturally relate to being African? So, so um, yeah, it's been an ongoing learning process for me um, of how I sort of fit in and if I need to fit in or what, what any of that means. It's, how old were you when you moved to L.A.? Uh... 
That's a good question. Like twenty, like twenty two or something, twenty three. Okay, I don't remember. Did you feel when you got here overwhelmed, or did you feel like you were ready from schooling of being able to dive in? Uh, I felt horrible when I got here because I I had been cast in a, a television show. Uh, this see, this is a great story for this particular show. <laughs> I had got cast in a J.J. Abrams TV show called Undercovers, and we shot the pilot in L.A. I had. I bought a small apartment in Vancouver that I was living in, and after the pilot, called everyone I've ever met in my entire life, was like, I made it, I'm on a Hollywood, I'm working with J.J. Abrams, who created the show and is directing the pilot, everything is going to be amazing, um, and then I got fired off the pilot after we shot it. Uh, not by JJ. I always say mm-hmm. not by JJ. Yeah. Apparently it was a decision on NBC and JJ <laughs> called me on his cell phone and was like, we hate this. We love you. We want to keep you. Um, this is like a producer side of things mm-hmm. with the powerhouse NBC, whatever. I don't know. They decided it was very, it was very weird. Uh, Gugu Mbatha Ra, who's like a really beautiful, talented, amazing actress was supposed to be playing my sister. And this is that sort of thing. Like we were multi, like we were bi- biracial and, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. If that's why we got recast, we didn't look enough alike. I don't know. They said something about my age. Anyways, I was devastated, and I had sold my apartment in Vancouver. So I was like, "Well, I guess I'll still come to LA, even though I'm jobless, and I feel like a failure because I've been fired." Um, which, no matter the thing about Hollywood, is you can get fired for the dumbest reason. You mm-hmm. can remind a producer of their ex girlfriend, and they just can't get over it. So they, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be like, "Well, we really wanted." Something Someone with blonde hair. It could. It could be. Mm, you're a half inch too short. It's the weirdest reasons, and I wish I had known that at the time. Because at the time, I was like, "Well, I'm an epic failure. I can't act. I'm horrible. They couldn't possibly have continued <laughs> the show without me, um, uh, or with me on it." And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the show. I think there were five episodes that aired, and then it got canceled. It was like it was a terrible show. <laughs> and so, how long did it take you? You know, you're talking about that lesson of knowing, like, oh, you know, they you literally can get cut for the strangest thing. Yeah. How long did, does it take most actors to realize that? How long did it take you? Pretty quickly. I mean, I got a lot of advice okay. from friends in the biz, and, and it was like, it has nothing to do with your ability. Some, I mean, sometimes it does, mm-hmm. but in this particular scenario, speaking to JJ specifically about it, I really don't feel like he would try to, like, soften the blow. Like, he didn't need to call me on the phone and talk to me, and he did. He was like, just know that this is um, something that is out of our hands, mm-hmm. and you're amazing, and we love you. So that was really helpful. Um, but it was more the inner voices that makes you, make you think that you're a failure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just talking to other um, friends in the industry, it was like, this is just something that happens. And if you research online how many incredibly famous actors who are Academy Award winners now have been mm-hmm. recast on things when mm-hmm. they started, it's like across the board. It's just yeah. a part of being in the industry. Yep. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I said uh, Angela Kinsey. I think I was listening randomly to something today who is uh, Angela on The Office. Uh, mm-hmm. And she went in, I guess, to, to go for the role of Pam. And they oh, were yeah. like, oh, no, you're too feisty. You don't work. Like, it doesn't work. And she was like, all right, well, that's that. And several months went by. And then she got a call to come in and play Angela. Yeah. And, like, you never know. That's the thing you never know. Like, Black Sales was a really weird experience. Because usually when you're auditioning for a television show, you go for one audition. Then you get a call get back. Then you get maybe another call back. And then you end up with a chemistry read. Then you end up testing. And then it's, like, it's this huge process. And with Black Sales, I had one audition that I threw on tape. Like, just kind of winged it. I was sort of, like, French and Spanish at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, I'll never hear from everyone again. Then 
months went by and I got a call saying, will you come read in front of producers? And I was like, yeah, okay. Read in front of the producers and the producers sat on the table kind of like this. And at the end of it, they were like, yeah, cool. They gave me a thumbs up and like a, like a satisfied frown, you know, that like where you're not frowning, but you're like, "Mm, yeah, okay. And I was like, well, totally screwed up. That's not mine. And then months went by again and they were like, you booked it. And I found out later from them, I was like, why did you guys do that? And they were like, because we knew, we knew from your original audition tape, we just needed to see it one more time. And we're like, that's the girl, that's the girl. But we couldn't like say it. So it's very like reading casting directors in a room, reading uh, producers in a room. It's like, again, just like, walk out and let mm-hmm. it go because mm-hmm. you can't read them usually. And there'll be another audition tomorrow. That and there'll you be another for. audition tomorrow. And like, yeah, some of my worst auditions, I've booked the part and some of the auditions where I've like, if they don't hire me, something is wrong with the universe <laughs> and you like never hear from them again. So it's like, you just don't know. How do you prepare for an audition? You get the script. What Do you have a certain way that's like every single time I'll read through the script X amount of times. I'll try to put myself in this person's position. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I'm like a I'm weird about over preparing for auditions. Um, I have other friends who are like every audition is the audition and they prep and prep and prep and prep and prep. Um, I'm a big believer that it's important to prep for something but also know that there are so many factors involved in your audition that um, yeah I, I don't know how to uh, I, I don't I, I don't want to like shit on the audition process. It's not what I mean. Auditions are really mm-hmm. important but just mm-hmm. sometimes they kind of know in the first 30 seconds mm-hmm. is basically what I'm saying. They know in the first 30 seconds whether they want you or not. So you're on scene three trying to make it the most epic monologue of your life and they're like you may not even get to scene three. So um, yeah I think it's important to take every audition seriously. Learn I think just like Use the room as a place to play because it's your time and it's your space. And if you're doing something that they don't like, they will let you know. But it's so much better to go in, have a plan, have an idea, um, and they'll guide you. You know, mm-hmm. if they don't want that, they'll they'll fix it. And I think they appreciate it because I, I've never really been on the other side, but I'm sure a lot of people come in and just do the same thing over and over and over again in the sense of I just have to get it right. And there is really no, like, get yeah. it right. A lot of times they're literally listening for your voice in yeah. person yeah. and seeing you in person. Totally. I want to be able to give you some love from people uh, in the chat. Uh, MXO says, how is Jessica so flawless, though? And then Flash fan, <laughs> Jessica, you are so underrated. I love you. Aww, uh, someone says, I would have lost the motivation after getting fired, so congrats on keeping going. Um, when you actually book a role, how does that go when you get the script? Is there a, you, know, now that you know you have it. Mm-hmm. How do you go through memorizing the script and kind of learning a character? Yeah, it's it's different, again, for every part. Like, when I booked Black Sails, I was like, this is amazing. And then I went through the next month being like, I am not qualified for this. I don't know how to do this. I can't do this accent. Like, I can't do this part. There's too much pressure. This is so, like, And then you just kind of, I remember I, 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 like, that was the most terrifying uh, table read of my entire life. And I, I we were all just like, we're going to get fired, all of us. We were so convinced. Really? We were all going to get fired. We were just so <laughs> terrified. And my heart was pounding. And I like got to my part, read my part. And then I remember everyone being like, wow, like you were great. And I was like, but you were great. And we were all so <laughs> complimentary of each other. So, um, yeah, it depends on the part. I try to do as much research as I think is is necessary, depending on what the part is. Um, uh, I try to work from a place of um, honesty always. Um Sometimes that's just completely from within, and sometimes that's from outside sources as well. So it's really, it's yeah, it's just a relative 
Do you are you one of the actors where you're like, I want to try it this way, and you'll you'll push to try it a certain way, or do you kind of listen to the critique of the directors and the producers? Um, and well, I hate getting direction before I've done anything. I despise mm-hmm. that. I much prefer to just like read the lines and then do the scene and then and then I'll take whatever mm-hmm. direction you want to give me but there's nothing worse when a director comes in and is like okay so this is what's going on and this is how you're going to be and this is how this um, uh, but sorry what was your question again so uh, a lot of you know some actors and actresses that they are big in like improvising and saying I, oh, I think yeah. I want to do it yeah, this I I am still finding my footing in terms of my confidence in that uh, I would love to be able to just do it a million different ways and I'm learning I, I, I've always been kind of a perfectionist so once I find something that works I'm like nope this is how it needs to be um, which can be very rigid sometimes mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm, I, that's a process that's like part of what I'm still learning how to do talk about the the booking for the flash, what was the audition like when you first got the script? Were you thinking this is, you know, a, a great opportunity? Um, I didn't audition. I, I Todd Helbing called my my wow. my agent and my manager and was like, "Hey, uh, we'd like I'd like to have a meeting with Jess. Uh, can she come in this week?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." Um, went in for the meeting and he pitched this really cool role, and I was like, "Really, you want me to do that? That's so <laughs> awesome!" And he's like, "Yeah, we love you for this." Michael Rappaport um, was one of the first people to suggest me for the role because I've had history with him, and um, and uh, yeah, and he was like, "Bring in Jess," and so we. They brought me in already having made the decision that they wanted me to do it and pitched the role to me, and it was really nice. They were like, we want you to do this. Will you do this? And that's a really – that's very rare and a mm-hmm. great, great feeling. So I was like, yeah, ab- absolutely. What drives you as an actress of keeping on going, of being able to get the role? Like you're saying, you're still going out on auditions. You're still trying to climb up climb up the typing ladder. Yeah. What is it that, that drives you? Um, I just want, I'm super passionate about film and television now. I never used to be. And then television became epic. And so now I can say film and television. And, um, uh, it's, um, I want to do good work so badly. And I'm constantly inspired by actors who I love, uh, and watch them do good work. And that's all it is. I literally see like uh, last night I went to go see the first man with Ryan Gosling. Um, it's, it's extraordinary. It's so special. It's edited and directed really in a completely different way. Awesome. Um, it's it's sort of half about Neil Armstrong's family and personal life, like very personal life, and then the other half about what it's like to have been an astronaut in the 60s and wow. what it's like being in those capsules and how it's rattling and it's noisy <laughs> um, and how terrifying and sort of ridiculous the concept is because the 60s is like – a long time ago. Technology-wise. Technology-wise. So it's bizarre to me that we landed on the moon mm-hmm. in the 60s. By we, I mean yes. humans, I guess, yeah. landed on you the moon in the 60s. Yeah, you and me landed on the moon in the back 60s. Back with Neil. Yeah, seems crazy. So to watch that happen, it's just like, what? Um, but, but again, I saw those performances across the board, and then I was like, oh, I just want to do that. I want to do that so badly, and I want to be that good. So really, it's just constantly being um, motivated by, by good film and good television. Who do you look up to? You talked about the, the people that you see and you want to be like, who did you look up to when you were younger? Who do you still look up to now? Um, I look up to so many different actors. Um, it's like constantly changing. I mean, I'm obsessed with Benicio del Toro. I think it's such an interesting career. I love Kate Blanchett because she truly – morphs every single I love um I like when people say to me oh my god I didn't even recognize you or I didn't realize that was you I love that because it makes me feel like I'm 
I, I like looking really different and everything and being different and everything. Um, yeah, and I feel like Kate Blanchett kind of is a, just a, a great female version of that. Do you know the, the point of the show, I Can Never Be, for anyone who's new, is that you, you were sharing the stories of people who have achieved success mm-hmm. to be able to show that, you know, they've gone through it. <laughs> You've gone through the, I, I got this pilot. Oh, it did not work out. Yeah. I keep grinding on the auditions. I'm going. I'm getting told no. For Kate Blanchett, did, did you ever have that voice in the back of said of your mind that was like, man, I want to be like her, but, oh, I don't know if I... Could yeah, I, it's it's ironic because, like I said, when I was younger, before I had really had a lot of jobs, I was like, this and only this. I will not take no for an answer. And it's funny, the older I've got and the more work I've got, um, the more I'm like, oh god, am I running out of time? Am I running out of time? <laughs> like I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. So it's funny. It's actually like my confidence and in enough. In in mm. And this goes back to the dysmorphia of of this career and this this the being an actor. I've become weirdly less confident about my career, not about like hmm. my abilities. Yeah. I feel like I can do it, um, but about like the the chances of like me doing really well or continuing to work. And I think I've I've watched other famous actors who talk about um, like every time they finish a job, they feel like they they won't get another job. And I was like, but you're you. What are you talking about? Like, of course you. But I, I, there's very much that feeling. I'm like, oh gosh, mm-hmm. when I'm not on the flash anymore, like. Then, then is that is this it for me? Like, so that it's it's funny. It's like a very weird, um, strange headspace to be in. And you keep it on going. You're still doing it. What do you think separates the people like yourself who are pushing forward in these times, mm-hmm. and the people who maybe move to LA and say like, "Oh, I'll give it two years," and then they I go think, a year and a half and they, they I don't. Th- I think that's the thing. I think as soon as you say that, I give I'll give it two years because it doesn't take two years. Sometimes it does. Sometimes mm-hmm. it does. Sometimes mm-hmm. you go for one audition and it's your first film, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're on the cover of Vogue and you're nominated mm-hmm. for an Academy and Award. And we hate you, Becky. And we hate yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sometimes that happens. Yes. Uh, but the majority of the time, it takes a really, really, really long time. And you get like I, all I can reiterate to actors out there who are starting is please know that you are going to get told no all of the time. And then you're going to book a job and then your next 20, 40 auditions are going to be no again. And that's just that's just part of it. Someone had in here, I think it falls in line of what was your toughest role? Uh, um. I mean, Nora's really hard. I have to say a lot of science stuff, and that's really hard. And <laughs> I, try, I try really a lot not to make it sound corny. I try to make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. So that's difficult. I think Max on Black Sales was really hard just because that was, like I said, I booked that role and then went, I'm not qualified to do this. Oh, God. They mm-hmm. like have, they like need to cast someone else. Um, I think I just I felt a tremendous responsibility to be a good actor, and I just was really scared. So that, that, I, that was the most difficult. But... Acting with, like, the people on Black Sales are such extraordinary, extraordinary actors that it, as soon as I started working with them, they give you so much that I was like, oh, okay, I can do this because you're giving me everything I need. So I should be able to do this. Do you surround yourself uh, with positivity in various ways of, you know, like, I'm a big fan of, like, quotes or I'll, you know, have friends who will help uh, motivate me and inspire me. Is that something that you have here in L.A.? Mm. I have amazing friends and an amazing family who are incredibly supportive. So that's sort of where I get my my energy and my strength, especially my mom, because my mom has seen me at like my lowest, you know, and she's seen me at my highest. And she's always the person that's just like, it's just like a matter, it's just a matter of time. Or I know this feels really awful, but this is going to pass. And um, my favorite quote is, this too shall pass, because everything does. You know, it's nothing... 
um, th- things have they go like this, and then they and then eventually mm-hmm. you're out of it, you know. So I just try to sort of treat every every moment in my life, whether it's career related or personally related, as like a wave that I'm riding, and the wave's not going to go on forever. Eventually, it'll hit shore, and I'll be on the beach again, and it'll be cool. You know, you just kind of have to like go with the flow. Do other actors and actresses, when you're on shows like Black Sails, you were talking about the the read there that you did, and everyone was like, "You did a good job. You did a good job." How important is that? And are the shows like Black Sails good? It is Super Girl, you, when you started with that and before mm-hmm. you got to The Flash, are, are those shows, are the actors on those shows like The Flash, are they very encouraging and you're all help building each other up in your roles on set? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't think I've ever worked on anything where people just like weren't giving each other positive feedback. Actors are really sensitive people pretty much across the board and like we need positive affirmation. It's just the way, we, I mean everybody needs mm-hmm. positive affirmation but I feel like actors particularly, we're really sensitive. So after we finish a take, if the director likes it, we all love to hear that was great. You're great. We need to hear that. When we don't hear that, and you, it's usually directors that don't say that, it's not because they don't think, like, once they've got it, they've got it, they're like, and moving mm-hmm. on. And you're like, is it, are we moving on because they're giving up on me? That's like, usually what is in our head. So um, I think actors, because of that, for the most part, are, like, very kind and soft with each other in that way. Like, on Flash, anytime, like, I've done something really nice, like Grand or Candace will be like, that was really good. And I'll be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and vice versa, you know. And it means a lot. It does. Come on, director. The director should at least give a thumbs up. For I mean, sure. that, that's where you appreciate the thumbs do. up. And most do. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah. most are like, that was great. That was amazing. You just, every once in a while, you meet like a very like all business director who doesn't do that. But it's rare. What advice do you have for other people who are wanting to act and they're, you know, growing up or they're, you know, getting their first role or audition? Yeah. Um... It's a really good question. I um, everybody's experience is so so personal. Um, so it's sort of advice that I might have given myself may not be mm-hmm. applicable to somebody else. But um, the the biggest thing is remember that you're going to be told no all the time. Remember that um, you know it it could take a really long time, and you just keep having to go, 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 go. Um, like silly things like memorize your lines, be prepared. It's like the least of your job, um, and um, just keep moving forward and um god i feel like this is so bland and cliche and i'm the worst advice giver ever um it's a really tough it's a it's a it's a really tough industry and it's really hard and you just kind of have to also learn like i'm so glad in a way that i got fired off of that show because i learned to be tougher I learned that the business is all kind of ridiculous for why people book things sometimes. Sometimes the right people book things. Sometimes the wrong people are booked in things. Um, And just know that, like, the time will come. The time Mm -hmm. will come for your your time, for your part, for Mm -hmm. that. Um, And also the importance of, like, make your own work. Make sure that you are constantly working. Don't just sit around um, and wait for your auditions to come in. Like, direct your own little things. Like, practice. Read about other actors. I I mean, my best advice is, like, watch movies. Watch movies. Watch movies. Watch <laughs> movies. Because that's where I get my inspiration mm-hmm. from. So for me, it's 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 that. I feel like that was, like, really mediocre. And I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's, it's <laughs> honest. I think, yeah. which is why people appreciate it. And yeah, yeah. everyone, again, is loving it in the oh, chat. good. good. Has there ever been a time when you thought about quitting acting? Yeah, I mean, I think I think about it a lot now that I like 
am a little bit older and I have like a dog and, a, and mortgage payments and I'm like, oh, what if like, again, like what if, what after this, if I don't work again, what am I going to do? So there's a little part of me that's like, I always wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, that's what I should be doing. I always wanted to open up a farm for like, to like, I like help injured animals. Uh, but instead I try to go, you know what? You can open up a farm and help injured animals when you do this really cool mm. project that's going to get you some money. And mm-hmm. then you can do that. And you can do both. And you'll have, like, a platform to talk about that and that we must be nice to animals mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So um, I try to flip it and go, like, well, focus on your acting. Yeah. Focus on being amazing at that so that you can do all that other mm-hmm. stuff. What's your definition of success? Um, happiness, truly, really, because it's so, um, again, all relative, right? Like I always said I would fall in love with a Zamboni driver if that was his like goal in life was to be like on time at work and do his mm-hmm. job and he was a great guy, then the Zamboni driver is the guy for me and he's successful in my mind. I don't necessarily think like you ha- and but I have a friends who are like, No, I'm gonna fall in love with the person that's like striving for the moon and if that's what the success is to mm-hmm. you, that's cool too. Um but I just think being so true to yourself and really being happy, um, being a good person, man, like just stuff like that is, is to me, that's, that's the success. Final question before we get to a lot of the questions about the flash and the chat and the incredible in 30 years, say people look back on your career mm-hmm. and your life and what you've accomplished. What are three things that you want them to remember? Oh, that's such a hard question. Um, she was blank, blank, and blank. I, I, I mean, some people don't like this because they think it's a sign of weakness. But I, I love. I would. I always go. I hope people said she is the nicest person to work with. Like she is a dream to work with. Like just lovely and easy. I would love that. I also hope people thought that I was a bit of. Um, like a like a force like you don't like like that being said that I'm nice but like oh but you don't want to cross her and you don't want to mess with her mm-hmm. because she will be able to stand up to you speak you she's know determined. she's determined yeah like spe- speak to you on a level that's like this is unacceptable which is something I'm still learning how to do and that I've like witnessed like a girlfriend of mine doing recently on set and I was like wow that is so cool I hope people say like epic things about me that I could do that one day so I'm learning how to do that and a third thing um the boy she could eat. I love to eat, and mm. I eat a lot. And <laughs> favorite food? Uh, spaghetti. Yeah, mm. I just did a photo shoot today, and the the photographer, who is the loveliest man, he was like, "What's your?" He was like trying to get something out of me, and he was like, "What's your favorite food?" And I was like, "Pizza." And he's like, "Okay, I want you to imagine or spaghetti." And I was like, "I want you." It's like I want you to imagine like a spaghetti in front of you, like like you've eaten the pizza. And I was like, "Or this? Why do I keep saying pizza? <laughs> I think I really want pizza right now." I, I, it's all spaghetti. Italian. It's all Italian. And I was like, if I was if I was eating like I would be like, wah, wah. and he was like, "No, no, no! Like you're fierce. You've just eaten the, the spaghetti, and you're fierce about it." And I was like dude i don't i don't <laughs> just tell me what you want from me because this metaphor is not working um sorry that just mm. reminded me of that but um yeah you're talking about spaghetti, spaghetti. and pizza and yet wikipedia is saying you're italian you're saying you're not Ita- are you sure about this I, is there like i'm sure that i 23 and me says so i'm well, not i'm not how reliable is that test? i mean no one knows i'm <laughs> just kidding well now it's time to talk about the flash i know this is why a lot of people have tuned in they want to be able to hear uh spoilers that you're going to be able to say you can't give this season is really a, a lot about the relationship between you and Barry, your father, in the show. 
talk about the development throughout this season that we will see from that because it almost seems like there are certain things that you can say and certain things that you can't in the show because like I want to know but oh I can't know yeah yeah a lot of it's like timeline related mm-hmm. you know it's like anytime Nora wants to help them with something she's like yeah but in the future and they're like no like you can't <laughs> talk to us about that and I'm like oh right but I want to help um, yeah she's uh, has an amazing relationship with her father you know she grew up without her father so being um, which is revealed in the first mm-hmm. episode so mm-hmm. if I ruin that for anyone um, but you um so so spending this time with him is, like, crucial to her. It's so important to her. There's definitely, like, something funny going on between her relationship with her mom that obviously her mom is, like, very unaware of. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, really her, like, her focus is her her father. So there will there be any major talk about the future, or do you try to keep that under wraps for this season? I mean, it's, like, there are certain things that we talk about, and there are certain things that, like, like I try to tell them and they're like you can't talk about it so mm-hmm. um, yeah it's like they're very it's great because even though we're kind of all playing the same age there's definitely this um, feeling of they're my parents and I'm their child and there's this childlike nest to Nora but it's interesting because like everyone's the same age yeah but if to her they're like yeah. her parents and quickly I become like like at first for them it's like super weird mm-hmm. and then like very quickly they're like Nora don't do this Nora don't do that you know so it like it 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 all falls into place really well. Some people are wondering, do you end season five back in the future? I don't know. Okay, that. Uh, what is it like working with Candace and Grant? They're lovely. They're so lovely. Grant is like my lifeline because he is a super cool superhero and we have to do superhero stuff and I'm the most awkward person in real life and I'm terrified of looking like a dork and I'm always like, Grant, am I doing it right? And he's like, let me show you. And uh, and, and Candace is just such a lovely human being. Yeah. Do you guys have any, have any like uh, rituals or like daily things that you do? Any quirky things or any funny stories that happened on set? Just like I, it's always me like falling over, doing something ridiculous. Like I said, Grant is like, Grant's a dancer. He's danced for years. He was in musical theater. So he's like incredibly skilled in all his like, we do this thing where when we, when we zoop away, when we shwoom, shwoom, whatever it's called, away, <laughs> we freeze for the visual effect. And we were like outside shooting something on a hill the other night. And every time we went to freeze, we'd freeze and Grant would like zoop off really cool. And I would freeze and literally like go, and like fall over I just like could not I don't even think we got a good take of it I don't know what they're gonna do because I like couldn't stand up (laughs) couldn't couldn't do it what is your favorite episode that you've been in or like looking for this season is there one that's your favorite or like man I can't wait for episode blank the hundredth episode which is directed by Tom Cavanaugh which was an episode like I love all the episodes but particularly I was reading that episode on the on a plane at like Midnight, and I was exhausted, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna read this episode. Oh my god! 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 What happens next?" And I just found myself like needing to know what what happens. It's, it's a fantastic episode. You're in Smallville, in Super Supergirl, in The Flash. Do you want to be in another superhero show? Yeah. And if so, like, do you could of all the superheroes that are out there, is there a certain one that you would like to portray? Not particularly, but I really want to be on Black Lightning because I think it's really cool. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a particular superhero that I want to portray. I wanted to be Buffy in the new Buffy television show, but that's already been cast, but that's fine. I'm not And Honey, I'm not, I Shrunk the Kid. I feel like yeah. that has to come back at that some point. That has to come back. But I'm, like, not bitter about the Buffy thing no, at all. I'm no, not. It's it, fine. No. It's fine. It's completely fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, someone is saying, um, is Iris pregnant by the end of this season? Yes, she has octuplets. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Only octuplets? Yeah, only octuplets, but when they come hmm. out, they're, um, it's like a big giveaway. They're like an octopus with eight, like, it's like a crazy. Each, each of the octuplets is an octopus? Yeah. Yeah, and that's my older wow. that's my older sibling. Older sibling. So, yeah, yeah. So she's pregnant with my older sibling by the end of the season. What is there any challenges with the flash uh, that you that you, you had to overcome or with your character that you're like, oh, this was difficult to kind of get used to? Um This is like getting really dramatic, but I I didn't know my father growing up, and it's so funny because I never once took the part, was working on the show, never even thought about the two ever until like recently we did like a really emotional scene and i remember being like oh that that hurts oh this oh this is weird oh this is weird so that's sort of been something not that i've had to overcome but just like get more in touch with as i've gone along which i think has been great because it's um kind of fed into my character is that scene already out or is that upcoming upcoming oh so that's something do you know what i mean for people to prepare of what it's just it's just okay. families, man. It's yeah. just it's, there's the great group, families have great days and they have days where they all want to kill each other and sad days and happy days and there's all of that this season. Someone uh oh, MXO says you would have been an amazing Buffy. Oh. I think we need to make this happen. Thank you. I just want to like be on this show, even if I get to guest star on it, that's all. Uh that's all. Veronica saying, What is your favorite scene you have shot so far? Uh, my favorite scene I shot so far is actually the very first episode I did, which was the crossover on Supergirl, because it was the first time I got to meet Grant, the first time I got to go up to him um, in character and be like, wow, hi. And, um, and it's a really – it's a funny little scene because you're like, is she in love with him? Or is <laughs> – wait, is she, no, wait, what's yeah, happening? Huh? And it was just really special because all of the shows were together that day. It was – like I said, it was extremely chaotic and – um, I don't know. I, I, it was just fun coming into that and getting to play that little part in it, that being truly like, I don't know. I just thought it was like really precious. This is a big one that I've seen is, is Nora going to be involved in this year's crossover event? Um, I can't, I can't, can't say. say? So okay. Can't say. No, totally fine. Uh, let me keep scrolling here. Uh, how was your time on Smallville? What do you prefer, Flash or Smallville? I mean, it's hard because my time on Smallville was very brief. I did three episodes over like three years. Um, I, Tom Welling is this funniest, silliest, loveliest person, and I so thoroughly enjoyed working with him. Um, I had a great time. Uh, I was very green at that time, so coming on to a show that had quite a large budget, I mean, it's a whole city that they've set up that they that used to be there, and that was extraordinary, so I was very grateful, and I really liked the part on that. Um, uh, but this is, I mean, this is different. It's, it's sort of hard to compare. Um, this is dearer to my heart in a way, I suppose, mm-hmm. because it's like a, um, it's a, just an incredibly special, special, special character. I got to ask as the final question, this has been so much in there. Everyone's saying something about being shway. Oh, shway. That's like the cool. That's like cool. It's like shway. It's like your okay. jacket's really shway. I li- are you saying that as in like it is shway or like in as an example of what could be shway? No, it is shway. Oh, it's thank very, you very shway. Much. You're welcome. I mean, because this is the everyone is using like one shway. out of every three comments <laughs> is, shway. is shway. Yeah, and there's another one. There's shrap, which is like shrap. Yeah, it's like between shit and crap, I guess. So wow. I'm like, oh, shrap, which I don't think I've said yet on the show. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a giveaway. Um, yeah, so yeah, but shway is like a fun. There's like a really cute scene with my mom where I, I'm, I say shway and she's like shway and I'm like yeah it's a future thing and she's like no 
Shway, I'm shway, you're shway, like I got it, shway baby. It's like so uncomfortable. Are you using that new lingo in real life? I think on set once I, I said shway. Like I was like shway. Mm. <laughs> no, not doing that. Uh, but yeah, it like I caught myself in one. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for thanks. joining I'm, us. Are Seriously. we done? I'm sad that we're done. This, this is, I know. Really nice. Let's it's been so nice. I, I appreciate your openness, too. Oh, I know heck, yeah. Talking about talking about, like, the struggles that you face. And No, I think it's uninteresting when people uh, don't talk about the struggles because it's not realistic, right? Nobody just became... Mm-hmm. Like nobody just like became famous. Well, or Beyonce did, but Beyonce. I mean, yeah, she didn't have she, to work hard at all. Nothing. She was like immediately the queen. She was, <laughs> no, yeah, she doesn't work hard. Um, no, my God, everybody works so hard, and everybody has their saddest days and the greatest days, and mm-hmm. it's just it's like no matter what your job is, it's always like that, and it's I just think it's I love hearing actors that I admire. I love when they talk about some horrible thing that's happened to mm-hmm. them because I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You're real. That yeah. I, you know, it's just um, you feel um yeah not like closer to them you just feel like what you feel more connected you feel more connected Mm -hmm. and like they're more real so your story becomes more real you know and that's why it's important to be open and that's again why i appreciate you doing that because i guarantee so many people have said in the chat that just it was inspiring to be able to hear from you and like all the things that you went through and yeah yeah the things that they're going through as well yeah totally yeah so that's fantastic this too will pass just remember this too will pass this too will pass you'll be okay and again it goes back to the advice for a better life from the very beginning you have trials and you have trophies and we all want the trophies man wouldn't it be nice to just be surrounded by trophies but to be able to get some trophies you have to go through trials it's and like, you have to be able to grow it's like kennedy said we, we do not do things because they are easy we do them because mm. they are hard i love it that was in the movie the first man yesterday which everyone has to see because it's go see that and then tomorrow night tune in to the flash episode yeah. two yeah. of season five and this has been episode two of season four for i could never be here on the popcorn doc network guys thank you so much for joining us everyone who's been in the live chat i mean we've had several hundred people watching here several dozen people commenting i am sorry i couldn't get to all your questions but to be able to get maybe some more questions out there you could talk with jessica on twitter and on instagram on Hit twitter at j parker k on instagram at j parker k3 which what do whatever you thought of what you're going to maybe combine them both to i just wanted to be just Jessica Parker Kennedy, but I think it's taken. So I'm like in the process of reaching out to Instagram and being like, "Can I have that? Can I just get that? It's one? my name, please." So or we'll what see. about like what like JPK? Yeah, JBK. That's nice Ooh, and simple. That'd be nice. That's JBK. Yeah, I get called that a lot by everyone. So I mean, that seems to make sense. There we go. We are live here every single Monday. So if you're joining us this week, we'd love to have you back next week. We have more phenomenal guests, actors, athletes, musicians, people in business. Again, everyone that you guys look up to, you see them on TV, you see them on the Instagram, and you're like, man, how did this person get to where they were and where they are? Guess what? We have them in studio, and we'd be able to talk with them. In addition to YouTube, we're also on Apple Podcasts. So go over, subscribe. We're always on driving somewhere, especially in L.A. We're always driving somewhere. You need Constantly. to be able to listen to someone, get some motivation, some inspiration, and you can look up that up on Apple Podcasts, on any podcast app that you have. I could never be. Go like, comment, rate, subscribe. Again, thank you to Popcorn Talk. We're blessed to be here at the Popcorn Talk on Instagram and on Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me at the Only MC on Instagram and on Twitter. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.